Hey golfers, welcome back to the podcast. Happy Thursday. If you didn't know, I drop a new one of these every Thursday morning, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's 9 a.m. for you guys on the East Coast. And for you all over the globe, just know that it's a consistent weekly time to come back and publish regular content in the name of playing better golf, in the name of getting one step closer to your goals, and in the name of hard work. That's what I'm all about. I think a lot of times we get lost in the rabbit hole of what is, where should my lead wrist be, what should the top of my golf swing looks like. And if you understand your swing and you understand your system and you understand your pathway to improvement, you are empowered to take positive steps towards playing your best golf. And systems and processes over time that are solid will win. Give me a mediocre golfer who wants to work on their golf swing and practice and practice good habits and is coachable and wants to understand their system and be a craftsman and understand how they're working. I'll take that golfer all day long over the hyper-talented player that just wants to go out and beat golf balls. Today's gonna be a super fun podcast. I wanna talk about undervalued golf skills. I think in a lot of the conversations I hear person to person, when I'm out on the golf course, out on the range, I just think, I think there's a misconception among what are the skills that are really important to score the golf ball the way we'd intend to. And let's just come out swinging. Let's, let's come out swinging and talk about some of this stuff. Skill number one, driving accuracy. Being able to put the golf ball out around the fairway some amount of distance. For most of you golfers playing the middle tees, that distance is hitting it at least, call it 240. All the way up to more is better but we need to know where it's going. So there's the caveat. More is better, but we need to know where it's going. Can you hit it 350 and know where it's going? Wonderful. Can you hit it 250 and know where it's going? Wonderful. For most of us, 250 is far enough if we're playing courses that are 62, 63, 64, even 6,500 yards. Now, if we're gonna play the back, the back tees and we're gonna play at some of the higher tour levels, yeah, we need to hit the ball further because it helps and they're playing longer golf courses and that's frankly what it boils down to. So driving accuracy is an undervalued skill. When people say drive for show, putt for dough, they have not watched Rory McIlroy play the game of golf because that man hits the golf ball so high, so straight, long, and in the fairway. It's very, very impressive. And I think if we were looking at his game, his needs would be in the wedge and the putting categories. Driving the golf ball is a really important skill. Don't undervalue that. Put a priority on knowing where your ball is going and developing a pattern where you can have a one-way miss. A one-way miss. Let's dive into the details of that really quick. So my preferred one-way miss is a push. And my, that would be my preferred one-way miss for you. I like a push because that means you're swinging inside out. And that means when you miss, your face is slightly open and a push will land softer than a hook will. So for example, if you're on a hole and you hit that push and it lands and lands kind of soft, it is what it is, it is where it is. But if you rope a hook and it just rolls and rolls and rolls, the longer it rolls, the more opportunity you have for things to go sideways. That's kind of the skinny of that. Driving is an important skill. I don't, please don't devalue that. And also some of you might already be good enough at driving and you don't know that yet. And that's actually going to segue us into our next segment. And if you've heard this podcast, you've heard me talk about it, but I just, I can't go without saying it because it's the truth. The next undervalued skill is ball striking. Being able to hit the golf ball clean, crisp, and have some predictability to your ball flight. 
Most professional golfers are going to hit about 40 to 45% of the fairways. I can look up the exact stats, but it doesn't matter that much. It's about every other fairway they're going to hit, but they're going to hit about half the greens. And that's where most of us are lacking. Most of us are needing. We need to hit more greens. We need to, we need to hit more greens. It's okay to hit your ball slightly in the rough, but we, do not, we want to put it on the green from there. And if you hit more greens, you will shoot lower scores. The recipe for playing good golf, hit it on the fairway or not even in the fairway, just have an idea where it's going. And if you miss, it's not a big miss. It's not a penalizing miss. And then hit it up on the green. Those are both valuable, valuable skills. Drive it well, hit it well. If you hit 10, 12, 13, 14 greens, you will shoot good scores. But I don't wanna harp on that too much. If you're new to the pod, well, I like ball striking, but I like ball striking because it does a couple things. It gives you the most output on fun. So you wanna have fun, hitting the ball well is really fun. And hitting more greens is the fastest way to shoot lower scores. Now the third skill that I'm gonna say is underrated or undervalued, or maybe people don't spend enough time on it, is the ability to read greens. I was totally unaware of this from a macro perspective as a younger person. I thought most people could read greens. I just didn't know. I didn't know what I didn't know. And now I know after having many hundreds and thousands of conversations with different golfers about which direction the putt's going to break and where they'd like to aim and where the high point is and stuff like that. Generally speaking, green reading is a skill that is underdeveloped and underpracticed and underutilized. The long and short of it is, if you know what, if you give yourself more opportunities to make more putts, you will make more putts. It's really, really important. Develop your skills as a green reader. I'll give you a couple quick highlights. The prevailing slope of the surrounding area is going, that's the direction that your putt is going to break. And you'll hear people talk about this when they're playing like a pebble beach or, or somewhere near the coast, the putt's gonna break towards the ocean. Well, that holds generally true and it's a great rule of thumb. Most amateurs miss without an, on the low side of the hole. They miss on the low side of the hole. If you imply that strategy and say, hey, my putt's gonna break this direction and I wanna miss on the high side of the hole, you're doing yourself a solid. And if you're missing on the high side of the hole, I consider that to be a successful miss, a very successful miss. And the other thing that goes into this, and I know I mentioned the underrated skill was green reading, but also your distance is very important. Like if you're putting from 30 feet, you are much more liable to miss six feet short or six feet long than you are six feet right or six feet left. Don't skimp on practicing your distance control as well. But if I was to leave you with a couple things about reading greens and being a more proficient putter, it would be one, the prevailing slope is a good starting point. Secondly, miss your putts on the high side of the hole. Thirdly, as you're walking up to the green, pay attention to what the slope is doing. You'll learn a lot as you walk up to the green. Your feet can develop feels as well that will tell you which direction the putt is going to break or at least leave clues behind. And that's what we want is we just want to develop better systems, better practices. We can score the golf ball better and we're giving ourselves more chances at success. Even the best players are gonna have good days and bad days. We wanna mitigate the downside and give ourselves more upside. The last and final underrated skill for this week's episode is course management. Have some thought about the way you're gonna work your way around the golf course and just start there. Have some thought, reverse engineer the hole. Where is the pin? To get to that pin, what's the best way to get there? And some of you are gonna say, well, I'm not that good at golf, so I don't need that. Well, here's the thing. If you don't ever practice that skill, you won't ever develop that skill. So you need to practice course management. Even if you're a duffer, you're brand new, you're a duffer, 
at least practice some basic course management principles. Have an idea of what you would like to do. And if you do it, that's, or don't do it, that's okay. But at least you had good intentions. And good intentions go a long way in my book. For example, let's take a dogleg left par four with a pin that's in the front left side of the green. On a dogleg left and in a perfect world, the shape of our shot stays over the short grass for the longest period of time. So what that means is our most ideal shot would be a draw. Okay, because that would stay over the short grass for the longest period of time. Now, I'm not saying you need to work your tee ball, but I just want you to understand some basic course management principles. If we're hitting a draw, that's great. If you're hitting the golf ball with a fade that day, that's okay too, but just play for some strategy. Now, if we're approaching that hole, let's talk about a couple different things. If you have the ability to draw the ball, we would love to draw the ball to that pin position. Remember, it's in the front left. If we draw the ball into that, and ideally we're on the right side of the fairway, I should have said that first. Ideally, if we're going to a front left pin, we're on the right side of the fairway. And from the right side of the fairway, we wanna draw the ball into that pin. We would love to start the ball at the center of the green and work it into that pin. Now let's say you're a fade kind of person and you know that's the shot you're playing that day. And frankly, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, a fade can be a great shot. And if that's what you're playing that day, you should play it that day. But then what I would recommend is starting your golf ball at the flag and letting it either hit a straight ball or let it work towards the middle of the green. It's gonna be a very gutsy play to wanna to start your ball to the left of the green and fade it in because we're not keeping our golf ball over the short stuff for the longest period of time and that's really what course management boils down to and just giving yourself the angles and opportunities that you have a chance from. For example, if you aimed left and you faded it to the pin and you short-sided yourself, a short, short siding yourself is a recipe for a bogey all day long. It's a very difficult chip. Let's say you faded the golf ball off of the pin and maybe you overfaded it and you ended up on the right side of the green or even on the right side fringe or whatever. Now you have some green to work with. Now you have some opportunity to play and we're just trying to stack the odds in our favor and that's what this really boils down to is stack the odds, stack the processes, understand your golf swing, have a growth mindset, and continue to work towards whatever's important to you. That's what I'm all about. I don't wanna tell you what's important, I just wanna let, I just wanna give you some tools and, and let you go use them. I wanna say thank you all for hanging out for another podcast. I appreciate you for being here. This podcast has grown a lot the last couple months and just wanna say thank you. Appreciate you all. I will catch you back here, same time, same place, next week.